0: Question, which is your name? Adele Donham, otherwise known as Sophia Whitney. And what year did you come to community church? I believe it was 1994 because I was in graduate school and I was doing the Old Testament and I skipped a day of studying to come here to see starhawk and bruce was horrified and i got an a on the exam and i think part of it was that i had time to see the forest through the trees so when i wrote my essay it was very comprehensive in a way that wasn't spilling of detail after detail you know it it was it was big, and it was inclusive. And I thought about doing that again for like all my essays. But I didn't have the nerve. Well, the third
1: question
0: is, the second question is, what brought you to community? I wanted to be, well, I wanted to be, um, I, I, was, I was attending Middle Collegiate Church, which is RNC. I did not know much about the denomination. The church was extremely liberal. They accepted gays. I'm bisexual. I'm gay. I was gay at the time. Now, occasionally, I have a boyfriend, so people get technical about it. Um, But that was the issue. And um, my minister had such confidence in my academics and, and my ability to be uh, an RNC minister that he went before the, the powers that be the judges. And, and he said, but she is gay. And they said no. So he told me, as tears are streaming down my face, go to the Unitarian Universalist Church. So, I went to uh, the Fur Coat Church on 82nd Street. Um I don't remember the name of it. We all called it the Fur Coat Church, and I couldn't even afford the wardrobe there. And uh, so I tried this church, and I, and it was a blessing. I came for an ordination, which I just sat in the back, and nobody kicked me out and when it came time for the ministers to ask the um, the man who was being ordained what he believed, and there were like 20 questions, I checked each one with yes, 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 and I went down the whole line with him. And we were both saying, yes, yes, yes. And I thought, this is the church for me. And by this time, I realized that you don't marry a congregation. Otherwise, I'd still be back at Middle Collegiate Church, which I loved. Um, You marry the denomination. So to be at an ordination and to just absorb that whole ordination process and um, made me realize that I could be here. I had a place here. Fantastic.
1: Okay, so I don't know if that also answers the next question or
0: not. Well, can I just add a little bit more? So I went to Bruce, and I said a couple of things. I said, I want black people at my church. I was worried about that. Because there were fifty percent of the church at Middle Collegiate was black, and um, he said there are more blacks here than there are at the other two churches. So I thought, okay, and I said I want to be a Unitarian Universalist minister, and he said we like students here. And that was what I needed to hear. That ends my answer. That's fantastic. That's a beautiful, beautiful story.
1: Um, the next question is: one of your best or most meaningful memories here at the
0: church? Oh my God. <laughs> the first one was easy. Um, I keep thinking of baby blessings and funerals. Um, I think my best well memories Bruce gave so many good sermons that it's But it's also hard to remember. It was a long time ago. Um, But I loved the baby blessings. Those were my best memories.
1: -hmm we'll Yeah. What would your hopes be for kids in the future of
0: community? I hope they grow up and stay here and marry here and raise families here and have their children blessed here in, in our denomination with our congregation. I, I'm very invested in this congregation. I think we're a wonderful group of people. And so what I would really like is to have people find their mates wherever they are. I don't know if they're going to be in this church. I doubt it. But, um, but they, when, it, when they have babies, that it's, uh, people, once they have babies, all of a sudden they really start to think about religious about religion and wanting to raise their kids and i know people who weren't religious but when it came time to have children the little ones go to uh they wanted them to go to uh church school to um And they wanted to bring them up with religion. And my hope is that um, our people and all people who are so inclined to come to this congregation and send their kids to nursery school here, to, to church school, and have them, these kids, grow up in our church. And I, I before it was on Zoom, I would always go to um, uh, General Assembly, and I would see kids, groups of them, in the elevator, in the hallway. And they were so confident, so impressive. One of them would be doing, she'd say, oh, I'm doing this part of the service. And I was like, you are so confident. You're not even nervous. You are amazing. And I would just encounter these kids, and I started talking to them. And kids who grow up, in the Unitarian Universalist Church are amazing. They're intelligent. They're confident. They're creative. And they're marvelous. And that's what I hope for our church, is that we grow children. That's
1: it. Amen.
2: <laughs> I don't do well in tests. Very <laughs> the anxiety, the pressure. <laughs> I'm such a fraud. You, <laughs> oh no, they'll all find out. I you you'll a okay. That. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: First
2: question is your name. Okay. My formal name or my, you know, street name.
1: Oh, you have street yeah. Whatever
2: you choose to go by. Okay. <laughs> Fred Corden, 2001, before 9-11, 2001.
1: What's the question? Uh, What year you came to community?
2: 2001. Yeah, I think it was May of 2001, thereabouts.
1: And what brought you to community?
2: I had been on a uh, odyssey of visiting various religious organizations here in the city on Sundays and Saturdays because I've you know there's so many religious organizations and churches and synagogues and uh, that you know I thought it'd be very interesting for my wife and I at the time and a friend that's how we would spend our Sundays we'd go to different religious organizations and had a very wonderful time and then would end up going to brunch afterwards and uh, analyzing our various experiences how each religious organization had impacted us and how we felt about it fabulous yeah
1: so what is one of your favorite or most meaningful memories here at the church
2: there's so many to choose from but i Mm -hmm. think i'm going to have to go with uh helene and bj's homeless shelter because that was one of the driving points that i liked about the Community Church of New York UU is that it was, uh, in that sense, a seven-day church because the shelter was operating seven days a week, and that we uh, not only talk the talk but walk the walk, and I really enjoyed that. And I can remember, I was, at the time that I joined in May 2001, I was just finishing up. Uh, from getting a graduate degree at NYU, the Wagner School, and we had to, uh, one of our projects was to interview um, social leaders, and I chose to interview uh, Bruce Southworth, actually I'm getting off from the shelter, but I said to Bruce at the time, Reverend Southworth, that if he would permit me to interview, interview him for this project I was working on, I would agree to become a member of the church upon graduation which was, I think, in May of 2001. So the shelter is really what drove me here. And there's so many great... We used, we used to have um, about 60 volunteers so that we could maintain opening the shelter every night. And once a year, we would have a shelter Uh, volunteer appreciation dinner down in the fellowship hall and Lisa Gluck and myself and several others of the leaders of the shelter would decorate the hall and we'd have tablecloths and we'd invite the shelter guests and we'd invite all the volunteers and we would have you know 40 to 60 people at this dinner and one year I've forgotten the year I was a uh, a fan of a a uh, folk group called Aztec Two-Step, folk rock group called Aztec Two-Step, I actually hired Aztec Two-Step to come perform at the shelter appreciation dinner. So it was Rex and, uh, what was the other guy's name, whoever the other performer was, Um, Neil Rex and Neil come with their guitars and uh, we hired a uh, amplification service you know to re- you know, they played acoustic guitars but you had to amplify it with the mics and so on and so forth and it was just a wonderful experience and at other the, the shelter volunteer dinners we would have karaoke and the karaoke was just so much fun because we'd have you know, the guests that had were at the shelter, and we'd have all the volunteers, and some of the volunteers would bring their kids, and we had like, you know, four, or five, or six people get up behind the karaoke microphone and wail away on whatever tune it was they selected, and people would get up and dance, and it was so wonderful. It was just the best experience that, um, you know, I had had in a long, long time, and that is that is probably my ultimate memory of of those uh, shelter volunteer appreciation dinners. Fantastic.
1: Um, it's hard for me to keep myself silent because I want to emote, but I try to be quiet so that we can just hear you speak, but it's- but it you, you
2: can edit, edit edit all yeah. this stuff, you know, Absolutely. so you, you can say whatever you want.
1: Yeah. I just don't want to talk over you or, or laugh oh. in your story. <laughs> it's wonderful. So the last question would really come from the children that we have now, mm-hmm. what would your hopes be for the children in
2: the future community? Uh, to always um, commit to giving back and making you know, the planet a better place for those that come after us.
1: There it is, mic drop. All right, my first question, actually is five questions. My first question to you is your name.
0: What a difficult question at age 92 and three quarters. My name given was Sandra, but today, after life goes on, it became Sandra, but Sandy Brooks. If you call me Sandra, I'll know that you may have known me 85, 90 years.